Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles today. We're so happy to have you with us. We're in Dubai, and today is Lesson 284. I can elect to change all thoughts that hurt. Loss is not loss when properly perceived. Pain is impossible. There is no grief with any cause at all, and suffering of any kind is nothing but a dream. This is the truth, at first to be but said and then repeated many times, and next to be accepted as but partly true with many reservations. Then to be considered seriously more and more and finally accepted as the truth. I can elect to change all thoughts that hurt. And I would go beyond these words today and pass all reservations and arrive at full acceptance of the truth of them. Father, what you have given cannot hurt, so grief and pain must be impossible. Let me not fail to trust in you today, accepting but the joyous as your gifts, accepting but the joyous as the truth. Hmm. Well, this means you're never stuck you don't have to be stuck in any kind of pain or any kind of loss because you can change the thoughts that are, you know, perpetuating those feelings. So it's saying loss, pain, and grief, you can get out of it instantly by changing your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I love that line, loss is not loss when properly perceived. So we may, we may perceive something as a loss but it could be we're freed from it, you know? We're freed from whatever preoccupation we had with that person or that thing or that mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So we may see it as a loss, but it could be um, a great freedom, a great benefit. Mm. I mean, I'm just thinking of... Um, you know, this incident with my sister where we kind of had a breakdown and uh, she declared she never wanted to see me again. And I could perceive that as loss or I could just perceive it as my immediate work with her is done and now the work I have to do with her is in the mental plane, you know, in the spiritual plane. And... I, I certainly have to include her in my processes, you know, in my uh, prayers with the Course in Miracles. It, it says, you know, uh, no one is crucified alone and no one enters heaven by themselves. So you have to bring your brother along with you through this doorway to heaven. And I'm being asked to bring my sister uh, who's kind of severed ties with me uh, through this doorway to heaven with with me. And I could perceive that whole thing as a loss, or I could perceive it as a higher level of responsibility and uh, potentially um, greater benefits for both of us. 
Yeah, I think people would have trouble with this line, though. Father, what you have given cannot hurt, so grief and pain must be impossible. I think people would have trouble with that thought. Well, of course they do. Mm -hmm. Because they they do sense uh, that there's loss, and they do go through grief. And, you know, it's natural that we say, oh, somebody died, and you go through a, quote, grieving process. Um, So it does seem like the Course in Miracles and what people go through are in somewhat different mindsets. Mm. They are. They are in different mindsets. I mean, this lesson is trying to say you can elect to change the thoughts that hurt and thoughts of grief and loss and suffering hurt you. They don't help you, they hurt you. So let's just take, you know, somebody leaves their body, right? And it's it's uh, kind of accepted that people will grieve around that. Well, what's actually happening? You know, a person is going from their physical existence into their non-physical existence, right? And nothing really happens to their self other than now they don't have a body in which to express themselves in the physical dimension. So, but it doesn't mean they're not there. It just means they made a transition from the physical to the non-physical. So if we saw that properly, you know, it says loss is not loss when properly perceived, then what would there be to grieve about? If it's not a loss, maybe it's actually a gain in the unboundlessness of the spiritual dimension. It's like now you don't have a body to, you know, weight you down or limit you or, um, you know, confine you to a certain parameter or or relationship and now you're set free well why don't we see it like that is like it's a freedom not a loss yeah but if something happened to you and you weren't here I can't imagine saying grief is impossible Mm. I mean in fact if if somebody said that to me I would be upset (laughs) well yeah yeah, or if you something if if you left your body, I would probably go through a shock, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but then, why am I shocked? Mm-hmm. What is it that is grieving? Mm-hmm. Now, Krishnamurti talked a lot about this, and he said that grief, and when somebody dies, and you grieve, most of what that grief is is self pity. It's not grieving for the person who left. It's grieving for yourself for whatever loss you feel. You know, so we think we're grieving for the person that left, but really we're grieving for ourselves because we pity ourselves now that we don't have that person that we are attached to around us. So, you know, he was he was saying, well, grief grief is rooted in self-pity. Yeah, I can understand that, but it seems unavoidable if it's your mate or something. Well, okay. So, this is saying you can elect to change the thoughts that hurt. Yeah, okay. So, if you're having grief of some kind of loss, 
you can change those thoughts of loss into something else that's not loss. Mm. Loss is not loss when properly perceived, mm. and pain is impossible. There is no grief with any cause at all, and suffering of any kind is nothing but a dream. Well, I mean, what I really liked about the lesson, too, is it says, first you repeat this, these thoughts, right? It says, um, this is the truth first to be but said, and then repeated many times. So you repeat it many times, but you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it's true. Mm. You're going to think loss is justified, and there really is pain, and there really is grief, and you've got a right to feel that. Even though you say, well, I can elect to change these thoughts that hurt. At first you say it, but you don't believe it. You don't believe anything has changed, and you believe that your grief is real, your pain is real, your loss is real, you know, and you respond accordingly to that. So you're, but then the, this lesson says that's all dream. Mm. Well, Nothing but a dream. Yeah, I wish I had thought of this the other day when our client was telling us how hurt she was by a friend who she thought rejected her. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a case that you could easily apply this to. If you if you think somebody says something to you or does something to you that hurts you, I'm not talking about death right now because that's deeper, but I mean if somebody does something that hurts you, you could apply this lesson it would be very helpful. I can elect to change all thoughts that hurt, you know. Yeah, you can apply it to any time you feel, mm -hmm. um, you know, hurt, grief, loss, mm -hmm. Anything like that. Yeah. So, okay, getting back to the lesson, it says, first you repeat it many times, but you're not going to believe it. It's not going to have much effect on your mind. And then it says, and next, to ex be accepted, but as only partly true with a lot of reservations. Like, you might start to see, well, that's possible that I could elect to change my thoughts that are hurting me. And maybe it's me who's hurting me, not some external thing. You know, it says, I'm not a victim of the world I see. Right? I'm not a victim of the world I see. Mm -hmm. and, and then earlier it says, I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. Right there. I can be hurt by nothing but my right. thoughts. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you are basically hurting yourself with certain kinds of thoughts. That's the point it's trying to make. So you're not a victim of circumstances outside of yourself. You're a victim of thoughts you have about stuff that happens. And those thoughts hurt you. Somebody dies. You have a lot of thoughts of grief, pain, suffering, loss. All right, some friend of yours, you have an argument and they don't call you for months. You have thoughts of hurt around that, loss. So, but it's like, what are the thoughts that created that conflict with that friend? Or what are the thoughts that caused you to die? Mm. You, you know, those were the thoughts that were 
hurting you that you never changed. Right, I can elect to change the thoughts that hurt myself, not from others, but that I'm hurting myself Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when you start to see that, then you start to see the truth of this lesson. I can elect to change these thoughts that hurt me. And then it says, and then to be considered seriously more and more and finally accepted as the truth. So if we truly are not a victim of the world I see and we are hurting ourselves with our own thoughts and then we can elect to change those thoughts that hurt, then this is the whole action of the miracle. Mm. We have to see that the hurt comes from our thoughts, we're doing it to ourselves. We can stop doing that to ourselves and we can change those thoughts that hurt. And then, and then we see that that's the truth of this lesson. So let's, let's take it from the top. Lesson 284. I can elect to change all thoughts that hurt. Loss is not loss when properly perceived. So the loss would just be a lesson that God would have you learn in not perceiving it as a loss, but seeing your negative thoughts that manifested that, right? And then correcting them. Mm -hmm. Loss is not loss when properly perceived. Pain is impossible. There is no grief with any cause at all. And suffering of any kind is nothing but a dream. This is the truth. So it says suffering is a dream, pain is a dream, grief is a dream. And what's a dream? A dream is something you think is true because you're seeing it and feeling it and participating in it. But then when you wake up, you see, wow, it wasn't even there. That was a dream. It was a mirage. It was an illusion. So pain, suffering, grief, it's all saying is a dream. And then it says, this is the truth. At first to be but said and then repeated many times and next to be accepted as but partly true with many reservations. So see, it, it, the lesson prepares us for how we're going to react to this statement. It says, well, okay, you're going to say it over and over again, but you're not going to believe it. And then at some point you might see, well, yeah, maybe I, I am the one hurting myself with my own thoughts and I can elect to change those thoughts. So you start to see a little bit of the truth, but you still have a lot of reservations. It's like, yeah, there are some times when I see that I'm hurting myself, but then there are some times where shit just happens and I'm in pain and I had nothing to do with that. Or somebody dies and I feel grief and, and it's impossible to not feel the grief. So those are, would be your reservations. Then to be considered seriously more and more and finally accepted as the truth. I can elect to change all thoughts that hurt. And I would go beyond these words today and pass all reservations and arrive at full acceptance of the truth in them. Father, what you have given cannot hurt so grief and pain must be impossible. Well, let's just look at that. God does not give you things that hurt you. So you've made those things up. That's what that's saying. Father, what you have given cannot hurt. Mm. And then it would say, only what God gives 
is true. Everything else is an illusion that we made up. So grief and pain must be impossible because they're illusions. God did not make grief and pain. I mean, he gave us the comforter of the Christ to, you know, redeem us from our mistakes of thinking that grief and pain are real. But God didn't make grief and pain. Right, I think people can get then that they made it up, but they might not get that it's an illusion when they make it up. They, they think, oh yes, I see that I made it up, but I don't get that it's an illusion because it feels real even though I made it up. Well, yeah, I mean, we make up all kinds of dramas and movies <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're watching the movie, it seems real. Mm-hmm. It's not being made up. It's projected right in front of you and you're seeing the whole thing unfold, right? And it seems like it's there and it's really there. And you're experiencing it along with all those people in that movie. But then, you know, you turn the projector off and it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's not there. Well, okay, so I'll grant you where this is talking about the dream, it also has physical manifestations. And then we're taught that, well, if it's physically manifested, it's real. If the body's senses see it, feel it, touch it, taste it, then it must be real. But but the Course would go another step and say, even the body and physicality is is neutral stuff that you mold according to the thoughts that you mold it with. So if you're molding that physical stuff with pain, grief, suffering, then you are doing that. And that pain, grief, and suffering is not real. Now the physical stuff is still there, but how are you arranging that physical stuff? Are you arranging all that physical stuff to give you an experience of joy? Or are you arranging it to give you an experience of grief, suffering, and pain? So in that sense, grief, suffering, pain are not real because you're the one projecting it and making it look like that. Even though it's physical stuff. You can easily change the thoughts of how you're molding the physical stuff into something joyous and healthy and uplifting. And then at least it's and forgiven. Now you're getting towards the forgiven world mm-hmm. and the real world, the real world of joy, peace, harmony, beauty, which the Course is trying to lead us to Okay, Father, what you have given cannot hurt, so grief and pain must be impossible if you're, if you're with your divine function, right? If you're not with your divine function connected to your source, then grief and pain seem very real. But if you really are connected with your divine source, God's will for me is perfect happiness, and grief and pain can't coexist with perfect happiness. Mm. So how can you say God makes grief and pain? He doesn't. He he gives you perfect happiness and then if you 
don't get it or you want to insist upon loss, you're going to create grief and pain or you're going to make up grief and pain and then say, see, it's real. Yeah, well, I think the important thing in what you're saying is that um, God does never give us grief and pain and suffering. You know, some people say, well, God's punishing me. Mm. That's not true. So we're the ones that make up anything that's not happiness. Because God gives us only happiness and joy. And then all the rest we made up, right? Yeah, and if we make up guilt or we make up anger or we make up fear those are going to have consequences mm -hmm. of grief and pain and suffering but we are making up the fear and the guilt and the yeah. anger god's not making those things up mm -hmm. we are making them yeah. up and then they have consequences they have cause and effect consequences mm -hmm. which you could say is grief pain and suffering mm -hmm. Father, what you have given cannot hurt, so grief and pain must be impossible. Let me not fail to trust in you today, accepting but the joyous as your gifts, accepting but the joyous as the truth. See, in the divine mind, only joy is real. Perfect happiness is God's will for us, and nothing but perfect happiness. Like, if some tragedy happens and you're in pain and grief and suffering, God did not create that. You made it up. And then so people that say, well, God, why did God allow this to happen? Well, you have free will. And if something ends in cancer or suffering or pain, it's because you never handled the thoughts that brought that on yourself. Mm. And then you blamed God. Why did he let this happen? when you never took responsibility for the, the thought forms that made the pain and the suffering and the cancer in the first place and ultimately the death. You never took responsibility. And that's not God's fault. You have free will. You have free will to be responsible for your thoughts, which you can elect to change, the one, especially the ones that hurt you, or you have free will to not do that. And if you don't do that, then those subconscious thoughts are going to go on hurting you. And eventually they're going to kill you. So these are very just simple facts of The Course in Miracles. It's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, metaphysical responsibility. Thoughts produce results. Thoughts always produce results. So if you're getting pain and suffering, it's your ego giving you pain and suffering with thoughts. And you can elect to change those thoughts to joy. But it has to be you who decides to make this shift. God can't do that for you. You have to decide to make that shift because you have free will. You know, somebody defined free will as the ability to cause yourself to suffer. Yeah, that's a good one, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's really seeing it because suffering doesn't just happen. You choose it yeah. with your thoughts. And the thoughts that you're thinking, if they're anger and uh, guilt and fear and 
you know, et cetera, et cetera, they're going to produce painful results. And, and then you brought all that stuff on, the painful results onto yourself with those thoughts. Well, okay, so then let's just be simple. I can elect to change all those thoughts to hurt me. Yeah, it's a really good reminder. Yeah, and thank you for thank being you. with us. This is a great lesson. Thank you, Sandra Ray. Mm -hmm.